Hey everyone, it's Doc from Bros and Dragons, and I wanted to tell you guys about an amazing company that we are proud to support throughout our whole corporation, and that is Wormwood. The quality and commitment this company has is amazing and supports all nerd endeavors. There is only one acceptable outcome for their craftsmen, a product that they can take personal pride in and absolutely satisfied customers. If you are unsatisfied with your product for any reason at all, they will fully refund or replace the item free of charge. They always guarantee their products. Whether you're looking to buy deck and card boxes, dice vaults, hero vaults, dice towers, personal or tabletop dice trays, or some other accessories such as card sleeves, dice, tile trackers, leather play mats, or more, this company is top of the line. They even do custom orders. They call the wood that they use Core 16, and I encourage you to go to their website for more information on this. So when you are in the market for tabletop or nerd gaming needs, think Wormwood first. Before we get started, we would like to give a shout out to BattleBards. BattleBards.com has background ambiance, battle sounds, and much more. Bring your tabletop venture to life. With BattleBards.com. Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmares dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of Keith Ross. I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Tom Benson, I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Let us adventure on. As you enter into the throne room of Queen Rebecca, The camera pans out to reveal the architecture. Great artists must have been tasked to bring the detail of each of these murals to life. Heroic adventurers immortalized in stone. One has an elf warrior standing ready with his hair blowing in the wind, with a horde of goblins heading towards him. One shows four warriors, a male human wizard, an elf druid with her bare a halfling rogue maneuvering his daggers, and a giant orc barbarian surrounded and fighting of creatures representing every known element. One has a dragonborn woman dressed in all plate armor, holding a mace of gold with a delicate working of golden branches, weaving in and out, creating the handle, weaving up and in and around each other to hold the big rock in place as she stands firm in front of a looming shadow with two red eyes. You are brought to the left of the queen with four of her guards surrounding you as the wizards are brought up to her right. Both groups stand about 20 feet before the stairs that seem to mountain up to the throne above. Upon the throne, with all her grace and beauty, sits Queen Rebecca, still clad in her black armor, her telltale red and blue daggers upon her hips. Upon her head sits the royal crown of Enon. Her face and posture give none of her disappointment away. She sits stoic, As all settles, she says, You have been accused of entering a private domicile without permission and attempted murder of a child. She motions with her left hand. 
and a scribe appears who you missed within your original observations. He comes forward, showing her a piece of paper. It is already on record that you did spare the child's life, she continues, as well as being accused of the attempted kidnapping of the same child. She looks down at all of you as her authority seems to fill the room. How do each of you plead? Innocent. Everything that you've said is correct, but the, the reasons and meaning behind our actions are different. Well, it's not 100% right. We were invited in and he did attack us. True. Yeah. We didn't break in. We will get to and that. We, didn't find we will get to that part, she yells. She says, but now, innocent or guilty? Innocent of innocent. any wrongdoing. Looks at the wizards and says, you may start. And one of the wizards is holding the boy. And you can see right now he has cloth wrapped around his eyes, but he is standing. They say, your majesty, we... We felt the magical alarms going off in the tower. And when we came back, we saw them holding Adam here. Uh, Adam is the last living relative of Master Zan, who has passed away years ago now. God's rest his soul. And they were trying to take him away. Bound. They had him gagged. I don't know what they were going to do with him. But the alarms of the tower were going off. And the only reason that the alarms would be going off is if, if there were invaders and they were trying to, to ransack or take or do something. And she holds up her hand and says, One of you may speak on the behalf of the others. Who will it be as she looks your way? Uh, I kind of look between Alicia and Zandro and shrug. Like, who? Who wants to take this one? Doesn't matter to me. Anybody got an idea on who wants to take this one? I will, if, if nobody else wants to. Perfect, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I turn to the queen and say, I will speak for us, your majesty. And how would you speak upon what they have just said? As you know, we were tasked by you to look into getting Crystaldale back up into the air. Our findings led us to the tower where we asked for Master Zan, uh, and we were greeted by a middle-aged man who invited us in after telling us that Master Zan had passed away some time ago and told us that we could search through his belongings in his office and, and see if we could find any notes that might help us. After uh, a long time searching, we eventually found a hidden compartment in the desk that uh, and I'll, I'll turn to Alicia and uh, kind of motion for the, the piece of paper. Hands it over. Uh, I'll take it and, and hold it forward for one of the guards to, to take it. A figure comes from behind the throne that you almost missed when you walked in. Clad in black. Uh, you have met her before at Zariah. As she comes down, she'll take the piece of paper and walk it up to the queen. We, we found this hidden in his desk and none of us were able to discern what it entailed. However, the, the middle-aged man who was helping us was able to decipher it. And once he did, he, he gave us a brief description of, it's a way to, to separate and store a part of yourself into a object. And that was how the sight stone was created to make Crystaldale fly. Uh, and he said that uh, he, he couldn't allow this to leave uh, and went to destroy it, and we subdued him. Uh, after 
uh, a bit, he, he set off, he woke back up and set off the alarm and we attempted to leave and he attacked us. After we defended ourselves, uh, he passed out after, well, he, he was almost killed uh, and I cast Spare the Dying on him. And it was at that time that the illusion uh, faded and we realized him to be this boy and not a middle-aged man. One of the wizards speaks up. See, on their own admission, they were told they couldn't have something, they tried to take it, and the wizard protecting the tower was struck down by them. Queen Rebecca looks down. For the first time, you could see it's not exhaustion, it's disappointment. She looks back up and says, What do you have to say about that, Martin? We believed that it was not for one man to decide whether or not this should be attempted. Uh, we wanted to bring it to you and, and let you be the deciding factor in that. We we did not want to, to hurt him, but he forced our hand. The properties of the tower are sovereign. The wizards are allowed to have a tower there. You could have come to me and let me know that this existed instead of trying to take it. It was the property of the wizards. You have put me in a hard spot, though. Because what I hear is it's ex almost exactly as the wizards have portrayed. She stands and says, It is my judgment. All of a sudden, the boy starts to spasm. His back arches so far, you almost think he's going to break his own back, and he rises about four feet. You see him over there shaking in the air, and all of a sudden he snaps straight up, but he doesn't land. And a deep voice comes out of his mouth as it moves, and it says, The three of four move in fives. Death will come while all survive. The sixth son of others dying, but the one of four they will deny. He slumps over and almost falls as one of the wizards catches him. And he goes, did, did it happen again? And the wizards are like, yeah, but we'll talk about it later. Adam. We'll, we, we don't know what this is. We'll, we'll figure it out, though, I promise. And he says, no. No, something's, something's different. Something's not right. And uh, he steps forward and says, your majesty, with all due respect, I was the attacked party here. I was the victim. And if these adventurers would so choose to follow my lead, I will drop the charges. She looks over, sits back, thinks, looks at you guys and says, what do you say? Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know if we have much of a choice currently. I guess we don't really have much of a choice, but I do not feel comfortable following him. Right. In fact, I see him as more uh, going against the kingdom as opposed to trying to help it. I mean, he did more or less commit treason here, and yet nobody brought that one up. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? What do we got to lose? I mean, what's worse we could do? Cause a demon apocalypse? What exactly will that entail? I have not fully decided yet, but it means whatever the fate of whatever this magic is, I will be in control of it. I say okay. What about everybody else? Okay. I don't have a choice, so okay. 
I'll, I'll turn back and, and nod to the queen. Like, oh, we will follow him. Will this suffice, wizard? And they're all kind of looking down at him and like, um, well, and the little boy speaks up and says, this is my choice, not yours. And he removes the the wrap around his eyes and looks towards you as he says, they're the ones that have taken half my sight. And you see that the one eye where the arrow had sunk into is milky white, where the other one is blue. Looks like there will be no judgment today. Wizards, if you could leave. Adam, if uh, you and the heroes here join me in my war room, I would like to speak before you head out. And she starts walking down and the guards get into position and open the door that you have been in before. I'm not going to go against the queen, so yeah. Yep. I follow. I guess I'll follow. <laughs> you three follow her in. The boy has joined her. And as the door closes, she takes the crown off, sets it down. She has some grace behind her, sits in the chair, and goes, What the fuck, guys? Seriously. What? We need that information. I'm just wondering here, why are you mad at us? We stopped him from destroying a piece of paper that could have risen and saved a town. Isn't that treason? May. May be able to raise a town. And the property of the tower is the towers. Whether you believe it to be treason or not, it was their property. And from what Zariah has been whispering to me up there, this is a magic nobody knows about. So then why would he try to destroy it? And he says, I, I told you why I was going to destroy it. Because there is a chance using this will destroy all fabric of all reality. There is a chance it'll work. She goes, but we're done with that. We need to respect people's property. Can we learn that lesson? Yes. Xandra will kind of half nod. And she goes, okay, what's the plan? It seems like he's going to help you. So, and no offense, Adam, but you have a half-blind wizard now who is going to travel wherever you go. You're going to take him into Crystal Dale, even though we don't know what's going on there, to have a whatever small chance it is of getting the city to rise again, which I think is super gracious, considering that on your own admission, you killed, you tried to kill him. He tried to kill us. It I tried was self-defense. But the queen goes, you, you have leave. If anything happens to that child, I hold you all personally responsible. I don't know what your plan is. And to be honest, how you've done your plan so far, I don't want to know. I don't have a problem judging you, but being an accomplice to your shenanigans probably will not bode well towards me when and if we destroy this demon hold on our lands. Well, we'll try to keep him alive. The guard opens the door, and she's literally not even standing or anything. She's just, just waiting for her the door close. <laughs> I just leave. I do a slight bow, turn, and out the door. Yep, I'm going to... Bow and leave. Uh, the boy follows you out, and as the door closes, the boy says, So what's your original plan? Raise the city of Crystaldale? Or destroy the world? Either way, we get rid of the demon. Yeah, the plan was to get Crystaldale back up. What was your plan to get to Crystaldale? Well, it's kind of just over there. Walk? walk? A across the lake? Yeah. We'll build a boat. Wait a second. Now the lake... Wait, can you not swim? Don't worry about what I can do. I was trying to figure out what your plan was. Did you did you have some map of Crystal Dale? Do you have an idea where the site stone might be? I think we were pretty much just gonna gun ho it. <laughs> we're gonna just fly by the seat of our pants. All right, 
uh, he just shakes his head and goes, well, um, I mean, if that's how we're going to do this. You, you tell me. Plan? We're um, not following now. No, I was kind of hoping to get on the road and get there by following if your plan sounded halfway decent. But uh, what I'm hearing is there's no plan. We so hadn't gotten that far. We just barely got information of what was happening <sighs> over there. Fine. What are we doing then? Following you. <laughs> I think that was pretty much just established. Um, Pestra's writing of the first law of true leadership says that you need to be able to understand and utilize the strength of the people around you. Since you guys are, as the queen says, heroes, and he does air quotes, then I am deferring to you on the plan. It sounds like the plan is to not have a plan. Sounds like we're going to start walking and create one as we go. All right, so maybe we should make sure that we have all our crap and we're ready to hit the road. Yeah, that's a good plan. I'm going to see if I can find a a small boat. When you go, they tell you most of the boats have been destroyed, but there's a two-person canoe, and that's the best they can do. Not carrying it. Yeah, you're going to carry that all the way there? Demethos has docks on it. They were destroyed, but there were docks there. Uh, I want to go down to the docks then and see if I can find something that's salvageable. As you go down to the docks and look around, there is a few workers still there. They seem to be trying to clean up. It looks like the process of rebuilding the pier is happening, but the problem is, is that the water has this blackness, and the rumors from the workers are that every time somebody touches the water, bad things seem to happen to them. Uh, either possession, instant death... All the stories differ. Is there enough debris that I can make a raft? Uh, it looks like after a couple of years, they have cleaned that out. So if there was any debris, it's not down here. All they have is the wood to build the docks. Can I see who's in charge? Uh, it seems like one person is in charge of the construction efforts. I'll walk over to him. Excuse me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, Bob, over, over that way, Bob. Sorry, sorry. Go, go ahead. It's fine. We're on a mission from Queen Rebecca. We need to get to Crystaldale, and we're trying to find a way to cross the water without suffering instant death or possession. Um, yeah, I mean, rumors, but nobody will touch the water. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to push my luck with the rumors. You know, stranger shit has happened. I heard this started from a stick, a rock, and a cup. Uh, but, you know, people <clears throat> believe the weirdest things. Yeah, yeah, no, there... It, there was a cleric thrown in there, too. <laughs> anyway, I was wondering if I could possibly purchase some of your uh, wood and construction pieces? No, I don't know what word I'm looking for here. Oh, uh, you want some of the materials? Yeah, that. I mean, what are you going to do with it? Uh, we're going to make a, a raft. Uh, this is not going to float. No, we have a canoe. I, I was planning on possibly trying to build some kind of skiff. Um, I mean, do you, have you ever built a boat before? Uh, no, but I, I've worked on them for years and years. I, I, I mean, I got a crew of 13 men here. If you want us to do it, it'll take us a month and a half. A month and a but half to would, build a skiff? Yeah, a month and a half to build a fucking skiff, dude. Hey, we got to get the right tars, the right sealants. It's got to float, not sink. It's got to be able to hold up the weight of what the wood is. This is super heavy-duty wood, man. We bought it to build piers with it for putting hundreds, possibly thousands of pounds on and not breaking it. And I mean, when I ordered this, I didn't go, hey, 
Uh, maybe one day three crazy dudes will come down on my dock. Sorry, ma'am. I know you're not a dude, but you know what I'm saying. And come down here and be like, oh, let's buy the wood and build a boat with that. And I'm be like, oh, yeah, charge you guys twice as much for, I'm sorry. And, and yeah, we do the deal and you take it and you build the boat. I mean, it's going to take a while to make this float. Uh, I'm kind of like rubbing the bridge of my nose right now. I'm like, uh. <laughs> okay, let me, see those trees over there? Yeah. I'll point. See, you could chop those down, cut them to about 10 feet, hollow it out. That'll take a day. And then you take the canoe we got, take... Four boards. Yeah, we're done with this one. It's not gonna happen. Uh, we got to really build this pier, man. Uh, and I'll I'll pull out my gold pouch and I'm like, all right, what's it gonna take? Well, let's see. The queen hired us for ten thousand gold, so I'd say to diss the queen, I'm gonna need three times as much for each person. So thirty thousand times thirteen. Carry the one. Sure, sure. sure. Uh, how long? Three hundred and thirty thousand gold up front. Sure. How long is it going to take to build this pier? Oh, it's going to be a while, but we figure with no boats and ships coming in, this is just a what we call a hope project. About a year, you think? Uh, I mean, like if we stay to the union rules and everybody takes their breaks. And... Yeah, somewhere around there. Okay. Uh, one second. Oh, great. That's perfect. So. 13 guys, about a year's project, 330,000. You take that, divide it by 365 days, that comes out to about 900 gold per day. I think it'll take you two days. It works for me. It's a good price. Yeah, 330,000 gold up front to even stop this project. Hey, hey, no, no, keep working. Nobody's talking to you. I'm trying to persuade them. Yeah, uh, it's not. I mean, I get where you're coming from, man. I can. Let me tell you what, if you want to go cut down trees and take days, I can I can spare Joe, and he points at one dude who, you, since you've been here, has not stood up. And uh, and Pete, and you just pay them their day's wages. It's literally like three copper a day, man. You'd be surprised what you could hire people at over in Demon Apocalypse is going on. Bullshit. I mean, that's fine. I, I can just go talk to the queen and get you guys pulled from this. Uh I mean, you, you won't make the, the extra money on the side. That's fine. I mean, knock yourself out, but uh, I'm pretty sure she's not going to pull us when I explained <laughs> about the wood uh, not being able to be used to build a boat. And we're not yeah. going out, as he points to the trees. Over there, there's fire dogs running in and out of that place eating people. I'll go over to the two guys. Pete Pete, and what was the other one's Pete name? Pete and Joe. Uh, Pete and Joe. Uh, Bob's like, well, we're getting paid about three three copper a day. It's the best job we can find right now. You know how to build a boat. A, 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 a boat. Yeah, I know how to build a ship. Can you build a skiff? Well, I mean... In two days? No. Can you build a skiff in two days for 500 gold apiece? I want to say yes, but let me just be honest, because my wife tells me I need to do that more often, I'd literally just be ripping you off. <laughs> uh, what does the other guy look like? Uh, he's just sitting there like, I, I labor, man. I'll do what he says. That's fine. You start walking away, and, and Adam goes, "That that was genius. You're you're the way you talk to people, and you know, try to throw money around. Gorgeous. I I have no idea why people get mad at people with lots of money. It's it still just seems to go past me. Oh, I'm just completely ignoring him. Like he doesn't exist. Yeah, hey, he's just rubbing in the sarcasm as you go. But no, it's fine. You head back into town. What's the plan? I think the plan at this point now is to get a canoe. It's about the only way we're getting across. Yeah, I guess so. We're just going to have to make, like, three trips. Adam goes, you know, there's probably other ways. 
I'm not hearing any ideas from you. Well, he pulls out a book. Uh, water walking, water breathing, control water. I mean, there's spells. Now we're getting somewhere. Where were you with that idea 20 minutes ago why he was dicking around with those guys at the dock? I was watching the master at work. I've, I've seen your shoddy spell work. Uh, I'm not impressed. Mm-hmm. Nor am I thoroughly convinced that you, you can get us across. Hey, did you... Uh... I mean, did if you we shave, did, did you shave too hard on this side right here in the beard? I did, I did. That was a little. Deep. How's your jaw? Now nah, it's fine. You, magical healing. Just yeah, kind of set it right back in. It was great. Uh, and he just stares at you and blinks with the milky white eye. Uh, I want to constantly be moving into his blind spot. <laughs> Are you assuming he has a blind spot? That's cute. Is, he doesn't. Is there a general store in this town? Uh, there is, kind of low on materials and stuff. He, he's like, seriously, we could we could probably just magic this. Well, let's go. Oh, okay. Um, where where are we gonna you gonna jump off the docks with this? I mean, I don't know. Crystaldale is not like five hundred feet. That lake is like. 50 miles across and about 60 or 70 miles. Uh, I'll tell him, yeah, I, I, I don't understand how you plan on magicking us across. So I follow your lead on that. Well, it looks like it's closer to the land over there. And, I mean, since, you know, you, you might be 20 pounds lighter with one hand, but you look like you put 30 pounds on in the gut, uh, let's go ahead and try and get as close as we possibly can. So that's my plan. Anybody got a better idea? Nope, oh, that sounds great. Works for me. You guys are big making the call kind of people, I can tell. I see why the queen puts a lot of trust in you guys. Just, man, just take an initiative. He goes back yeah. and grabs his pack, starts heading out with you. I'll take a meal here where it's hot. Go to the inn and people are talking. And uh, rumors spreading now. Uh, the, the envoy, after hearing about this magics, you know wasn't with you in the castle. But she started doing some studies, and, and this is the rumors, that when she went to study, she was trying to figure things out on her own and trying to write down things. And But rumor got around about this dragonborn, and people in the tavern are literally like, I, I really hope that's not Steve. Like, I mean, I feel like if the demon apocalypse is going to take one person, probably the guy who's singing makes people go crazy, not the one you want around. And you guys hear this while you're eating. Uh, I imagine I would be kind of like talking along the same lines. <laughs> like I, I hear somebody behind me say that. And I turn around. I'm like, yeah, no, he was. God, I remember that guy. He was terrible. Did you know he killed the old tavern owner? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's the rumor we heard. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, it's it's been three years in a, in a demon apocalypse. I mean, let's just get honest. What's the chances he's, he's actually still around? Nobody's seen him in like years. Well, I mean. Uh, a guy that can kill with his voice, you know, he, he might know how to take care of himself. You never, you never can tell. <laughs> I'm just enjoying my meal. Uh, you guys finish and you head out. If I had money enough to spend. Uh, as we're walking, I, I, and I'll turn to him. So what was with the... Uh, what you said back in the throne room that i was going to help you guys because if anybody's going to attempt to cast this it might as well be a savant who's a genius with magic no no before that i didn't say anything oh it was something about three become four but there's five i don't know um i don't i don't know um 
Master Eric so, said that it happened again, and he says that every now and then I talk weird and things come out, but they never make any sense. It's about midday, early afternoon. You're on the road, and this is... You took the north road. The last time you guys were on this, except, uh, Zandra, you've done some patrols, but the last time you guys as a group were on this road was coming back from Rangio after helping Morthos, and you were chased down by two hellhounds. Awesome. I'll keep a lookout. I'm going to draw my weapon. I'll use my trident to cast truth sight on myself. But you guys are heading about, and um, as you travel, going slower than normal because you're trying to keep guard, hear what sounds like somebody crying. Hmm. Anybody else hear that? Didn't we hear this last time? I'll walk that way. Martin, for no reason, starts breaking the, the forest line. Crap. I'll follow behind him a little ways, but try and keep him in sight. Yeah. Adam just and goes forward. Uh, you feel your everybody feels themselves touched by a bit of a little bit of magic. You finally find where that sound of crying was coming from. You find Fidget laying in the ground with a javelin through his shoulder. No. Pinned to the ground, bleeding out. He is missing both of his legs that look like they weren't cut off from the visualization, it looks like somebody took a maul or a mace and just crushed them off in torture. He has marks all over his body, and he has his hands are bound one to each tree, and he's crying. Uh, is there anybody around him? Nobody else is there. What happened to you? He startles and goes, don't worry about me. Save, save Dafina and our child. Uh, I want to I want to heal him. How dense is the forest here? It's pretty thick, but you know you're near the water because you can hear it. Go up to heal him, and just then you hear the final breath of Fidget <sighs> as he dies. I, I turn to Alicia, and I say, don't you have chessboard? No. Or are you just refusing to use it? Something's different about the way that she said no, but you can't put your finger on it. Can I check for tra- tracks? Uh, yeah, you find definite tracks. And they seem to be going off towards the way of the water. I'll say there's tracks going towards the water, and I'll take off that way. Okay. Uh, it doesn't take you long to get to the water's edge. Um, you can see Crystal Dale, but you can see that the tracks stop and go into the water. Holy crap, do I see anything in the water? You see something that looks like ink that was dropped into the water swirling around. It seems to get bigger and smaller. It's hard to figure out what it is when all of a sudden... Uh, like a couple of blue, white, even black flashes catch your eye, and as you look up, it looks like black and white flying things are attacking at Crystaldale, but a red force is holding back whatever they're doing. How far away from Crystaldale? It's out there a ways. It's about, I'd say, 500 yards into... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to step into this water. After, after... Shit. Is the boy still with me, or did he follow Xandro? He's still with you. Uh, I, I turn and I grab him by the cuff of his shirt, and I say, can you help him? Once life has left the body, there is no magic that can bring it back. That's bullshit. I know that's not true. Unless you know if something, you don't, If you I don't, don't have the ability to, that's fine. He pulls, out, but, he pulls out his wizard's book, and he's like, here's every spell that the wizard community knows. Find me the spell. Uh, I'll, I'll cut Fidget down. Oh, uh, yeah, he's on the ground like that, so you, you cut the ropes and... What are you doing? Damn, just throw him in the water. Fuck, man, I'm not going to do that to Fidget. You want to find out what happens to somebody that goes into the water? Throw him in. What does Xandro uh, have to say about this? You you, 
you come back because you're not going in the water. We've already been through this. And these guys are talking. You literally walk into the conversation with Alicia saying, just throw the body into the water. It's not like it's going to do anything. We can find out what's going to happen. It's not a bad idea. Unless you know of a way to bring them back to life. Maybe Morthos could. Or Sheila. We probably should have asked him which way uh, Dafina was taken. He died before we could ask him anything. Fuck, man. Why don't you want to just throw him in the water? We have to get to Crystal Dale. Don't you think it'd be best to find if something bad's going to happen before we touch this water? Fine. I'll walk into the water. He starts walking towards the water. Does anybody want to try to stop him? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but like, don't do that. Yeah, I'm going to try to stop him. You try to stop him, but the look on his face is almost disgusted at the thought of throwing Fidget in the water. And he just shakes you off without saying a word, and he steps into the water. And the instant he steps into the water, you see the black, inky stuff swirl around his feet. He drops to his knees, and he looks like he's about to keel over and fall into the water. I'll try to pull him out. Both Xandro and Alicia reach out, and you hook him right underneath his arms, and the nub is enough to support him here. You pull him out. Uh, Martin... You, whatever your strength score is, minus two. So I, I come to, I, I look at Alicia and Zandro, and all I say is, now you know. Um, can, can we just walk across this? Uh, I'd love to. Obviously not. Didn't you just see that? Adam pulls out his book. He starts moving his finger, saying something. You see the ring on his right hand glow a little bit and a green haze goes over you and disappears and he says try it now uh i'll try it. no how about you try it adam goes fine and he starts walking out and you see him start walking right on top of the water and he goes are are we done not yet uh, i go back and grab fidget uh i want to take rope bind his wrists together and then wrap him over my shoulders uh, wrap his arms over my shoulders like a okay backpack You start heading out. It's not It's not easy. This is something really weird to get used to. Just like when you're high at heights, you don't look down. That's kind of the feeling that you guys got. Xandro, uh, you could swear that you saw a giant creature swim underneath you guys. Did you all see that? See what? Oh, some fish creature thing that just swam by us. I didn't see anything. Maybe we might want to pick up the pace a little. I'll uh, knock an arrow and start walking faster. Yeah, Adam, he's running. (laughs) All right, I'm going to take off running. He heard you say something's underneath you. He put two and two together. Martin Martin looked like he was going to die when he walked into the water and something's swimming in there. Um, I'm going to start running. uh, You guys start running, and you... It takes a while. You're out of breath, but you push yourself hard. And you get onto the edge of Crystal Dale's shore, and tentacles swing out at the last moment and come at you and everybody kind of hits the ground as they snap above you go into the water and it seems like it stops and nothing happens move away from the edge of the water yeah adam does too <laughs> mm-hmm. uh you're I'm not sticking around here you're on the wall of crystal dale uh the last time you guys were here 
very magical, sparkly. It, it was a shining beacon in the air, a very beautiful sight to see. Now it's just drab and stone and land. It seems like the water has flooded a couple of buildings that you missed when you were walking through, but you could see them now. It looks like the roofs are underneath the water and so on and so forth into this. It looks like some of that went under the water and God knows what happened to those people, but the smell of decay and death come over you. Uh, little crackles of power seem to pop inside the city, but which direction, where, you don't necessarily know. Can we see over the wall? Uh, no, it's about 20 feet wall. I mean, you can try to climb up it. There is a chance right, if you I'm fall, you're going to put on my slippers and start walking up the wall. All right. So you go up the wall and you look over it, and it is a desolated, destroyed area. And deep in the city, you see a few sparks of what you think might be magic coming up over the, the buildings. But Crystal Dale's not small. And I don't have rope. Uh, I guess I'm going to climb back down and tell them all what I saw. Uh, yeah, the Alicia comes down and starts speaking of the smell of death up there, too, is, like, super strong. Uh, decay, you can smell it. Very mildew mixed in with that. It's disgusting. And uh, the destruction of the buildings. But deep in the middle of Crystal Dale, it looks like some magics are popping. I, I've got rope. Shit. How much rope do you got? I mean, look, I'm pretty sure it's a full 50. It's 50 feet. I think I cut 10 feet off, so 40 feet. That's not going to be very what, easy. He's got 50. I've got 40. Okay. Yeah, I was hoping for more than that so I could find something to tie it onto on the other side. But, hey, if it's only 20 foot. I'll hand her three pittance. All right. Well, climbs up the wall, stakes the rope in, and throws it down for you guys. You all go, and you're on top of this, and now you see it. Now the smell hits you. Now everything comes clear what... Alicia telling you about it definitely didn't give it any of the detail. It looks like death itself has been living in the city, that necrotic clouds have eaten away at. Buildings are falling down, and this is not the Crystal Dale you remember with the bright glow and, and everything beautiful and shiny. It definitely has a almost like a black cloud of death over the city, and the smell definitely fits that. Like the sparks of magic you mentioned? You can uh, still I, see them from time to time, but they're super far away. Uh, I imagine you guys just flip the rope over and go back down. Yeah. As you flip the rope over to the other side of the wall, you guys climb down, and now you're in the city. You see what's up with the decay. You see dead bodies that seem to have shifted to this side of the city. They are different. They're not like bodies that were just left dead. They look like when you try to preserve meat. Oh, nice. First, I'll tell Alicia, hey, you should recover that rope, so in case we need it again. Oh, uh, yeah, runs back up the wall and recovers the rope. Yeah, easily and back down, no big deal. You guys start heading out into the city, or are you going to stay on the wall? What's your plan? That's kind of... I think I would go around the outer edge. I don't think the cat uh, Mark would. Draw an arrow, and I'm going to start... I mean, I don't know if there's any, like, kind of weave my way through, trying to be kind of stealthy, but make my way to the center of the city. Uh, I'll turn to Adam, like, uh, I'm not very sneaky. He just smiles and vanishes. Oh, dick. <laughs> you start going through the city, and all of a sudden, you see a streak of blue as Xander, using your superb 
agility. You duck just at the last second as this greatsword cleaves into some wood. You roll out of the way and level a bow and you see, well, not to you, but a dragonborn. As you two, as Alicia and Martin come around the corner, you know this is possibly Steve, but he looks a little different. Well, for one thing, he is um, he's not wearing his fedora anymore. That got knocked off somewhere. He's got an eye patch over his left eye, scar running across his face. And instead of his usual leather, he's wearing some battered old chain mail. And you can tell he's not carrying his loot. As Alicia and Martin come around the corner, you literally have a split second to do something before Xandro releases, because that's just what he would do. Xandro, no! <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll jump back, still keeping the arrow aimed on him. I, I look at him like, Steve? Yeah, it's, it's me. I'm Steve. What, what happened to you? What happened to you? I'm good. Alicia. I have all my arms and everything. Yeah, Alicia looks so great. So do I. I don't ha- I'm missing an eye, but yeah. I, I wave at him with a nub. <laughs> He's more the one you need to ask what happened. What happened to you? Long story. I was, uh, I was captured by demons uh, three years ago and got this in my escape. You so- want me to write a song about it? No, I think sure. we're good. Absolutely. No, that's perfectly fine. Just never sing it. I I can't bear the memory of, of this, so singing it would absolutely torture me. I, I re-asked the already asked question, uh, what happened to you? I, I, I don't really understand what happened. I was with you guys, I guess, maybe, and then I wasn't. I can't, I don't know how to describe where I was. Then it was dark, it was light, it was flashing colors. I don't know what the hell was going on. And then I'm in a forest and I encountered this group of dragonborn who I, like, I thought I was the only one, but I guess I was wrong. We got attacked, I helped defend them, and here we are. That, that sounds shitty. But how, how did you get here to Crystal? I, I, I was in the area looking for more people I guess I could help, whether, you know, with my sword or my song, maybe both. And then I ran into almost, you know, quite literally Fidget and the short pretty lady. You mean Dafina? I actually don't think yeah, that, yeah, that, that's ever that's met Dafina. Uh, so as soon as you say Fidget, I, I kind of get like a sad look on my face. And... and like I they, turn enough for you to notice him. Oh, I, I, I guess he, uh, he, he didn't make it then. No, but it's okay. We're, I'm gonna get him back. Okay, let's get him. But you've already got him. We have to bring him back. Ah, so wh- why are you guys here? Uh, have you seen Dipina? I was with her. She, I, something happened. She disappeared. I don't know where. So maybe you might have seen her. No, we've we've not seen her in a few days. Oh. Uh, we're here to hopefully try and get Crystal Dale back up into the air. It's heavy. I'm pretty strong. So as they're chit-chatting, I'm looking around and starting to move. You see, as you start looking around while they're talking, a purple figure with a pole. It looks like a spear with two points on it, not quite a trident. As soon as it knows, you see it. It flies off into the distance. So further in the direction we're going? Yep. Uh, they know we're here. Oh. That's not good. I'll start heading in that direction. 
Yeah, I'll follow. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. And it amazes everybody that Steve moves so silently, but Alicia and Zandro <laughs> seem to almost disappear in and out of the buildings as they scout ahead, moving. You're getting closer to the center of town, and it sounds like a major battle is ensuing. You can try to climb up a building and see what you see. It's up to you guys. Or you could just keep going towards the noise and see what happens. You hear a little voice behind you as he goes, okay, couldn't hold that. And as you turn around, you see Adam again just standing there. I will try and make it up to a higher ground to be able to see what I can see. Xandro, you sling your bow back onto your back and you see a building. It seems to be broken enough, but still tall enough. As you begin your ascent, you start moving with the agility that you would normally see from your kind. And you climb up and as you go for a handhold, it's a little bit of a jump to get to one of the cracks. As you do, you lose your footing for a second, but you do grab hold. You guys see this as rocks come tumbling down smacking the ground but Xandro does make it to the top Xandro as you get to the top now that you're closer you see what looks like angels and fallen angels and half fallen angels slash angels so white angels black angels and angels that are 50 50 fighting against these demons in the air and it is a massive battle you also see in the middle of it what look like horns but they're kind of smoky in the middle of this and you can only assume that Deimos is here. We know that Xandro, you lean over, see them. They're they're looking up at you because they're waiting and you start whispering. There's a big fight, angels and demons. I think Deimos might be in the center of that whole thing. I'm wondering if that triggers any of the, the rage from... You've started to build a little bit of peace up inside you. You do want your vengeance, but you probably know that you are no way strong enough to take him on right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm like pacing back and forth, like just kind of reining myself in best I can. How close are they to where we're at? You're about halfway there, so I would say maybe another half mile and you'd be in the center. You see a flash of purple, but you also see white as you see... A, a bright angelic being thrust a spear through the middle of a purple spiked demon that looks like the one that flew off from you. Like close to us? Yeah, not too far. And it seems to fly over and perch on the building across from you and it slides the demon off of his spear which tumbles to the ground with a splat as it's dead and it bows slightly at you and flies back to the battle. At me, or just us in general? At you, Zandro, specifically. As it goes to take off, I'm going to, I don't know about yell, but I'll say, Resmala. And he looks at you and says, the master, and he flies off. I'll climb down and start heading towards the uh, fight. Uh, yeah, it looks like I'm going to follow and go towards the fight while staying stealthy. Steve will, he'll, he'll go. Keeping a close grip on his sword. Uh, yeah, so this this goes, like, completely in the way that I really wanted it to go, and, and, like, I'm more than happy to follow at this point. You get towards the center of town, and you are in a position where you could see in this open area right before the keep in the middle of Crystal Dale. There is this huge battle going on. It is chaos, as it looks like white angels some angels with more it looks like their wings are almost decaying but they seem to still be able to fly with it and creatures that are 
or angels that are split into both sections are flying around and fighting all manner of different kinds of demons. And in the middle of this is a very large, smoky creature with red eyes, and instantly you know you're staring at Deimos, Mark. Is there anywhere where the angels are, like a strategic, like a, like where they're giving commands from or giving orders from? Chaos of battle, you can't pinpoint anything. There seems to be hundreds of them versus hundreds of the demons. It's, it's, it would be impossible to count. Uh, I just want to watch for the time being. Then. Is there uh, any place that I can get to like high ground? Yeah, there's a building, not so broke, uh, but the door was open. You can go ahead and climb up that, or you can go out the outside of one of the other buildings. I'll go through that building. Uh, you work your way up, and this tension here is, again, raunch. Uh, you get to the top where a window looks out. Whoever owned this probably had some money because they could see the whole courtyard. Uh, you see what's going on, but in this darkness, you see a purple glow, and it seems to be coming from your bow. As you look down, the crossed arrows with the wreath are glowing a purple haze. How far am I from where Deimos is? Uh, he's about 150 yards to the other side of the courtyard, but he seems to be protecting something. It looks like he has one hand that has a red power source coming from it, but he's using his other hand to cast God knows what kind of spells at these, and he's almost picking off the angels one at a time as they fly by. From where I'm at, can I see like a way that I can get closer to him without really running in through the fight? If you work your way around the buildings, you might be able to find a way, but you know the buildings inside the middle of town, they're not just straight roads. They seem to wind. Uh, might take you a bit to get over there. I'm gonna stealthily climb up the side of a building and try to get a idea of the landscape of what's going on. You start walking up the side of this building, and uh, as you get into the shadow and start crawling your way up, you notice a red hue coming from the boat. Well, that's odd. The As you look down, the hourglass symbol on your special dagger is glowing, and it seems that all four legs are pointing towards the dagger's tip. Steve, what are you doing? Oh, dear. I guess he's kind of cautiously following people. So, like, I, he's not sure what's going on. He's kind of, at this point, he's still trying to think either performer not a soldier or fighter really but so Zandro went off on the building in, on the right and he went into the building up you saw Alicia go to the back of the building on the left and start working her way up you and Martin seem to be still slightly hidden behind this debris that's in front of you right before the courtyard on the bottom you look over and you see Martin and he has his hand with the Triton out, but you could see his hand like gripping the Triton, like he looks like he wants to rush in, but he, he seems to be controlling himself for the moment. I'll stick with uh, Martin, sort of stand by, stay by his side, gripping my sword, ready to go, but not really going anywhere, sort of at the ready. Uh, I'm going to turn to Steve and say, here, I have something for you. Uh, off my off my pack, I, I got it strapped to the side. Uh, I'm going to give him my great sword of wounding oh thank you and then i'm gonna take fidget off of my back and uh set him down and look at steve and be like whatever you do make sure that he gets back try to bring him back uh i'll I'll turn to adam i'll just be like hey if this goes south just try to make this work try to fix it as you say that he doesn't respond and what you do see is his lips are moving and his fingers are moving 
He is starting to do something, but you don't know what. I'm gonna turn and start walking toward uh, toward the fight, specifically toward Damos. Xandro, you're you're in this room now. You see this purple glow from your bow. It's never done this before. It feels almost like power coursing through it. The bow itself seems a little bit lighter. Uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see movement. And as you look down out of the window, you see Martin very confidently walking towards the battle. Uh, is there anybody like immediately in front of him? Any dark figured whatever? There's a ton of chaos out there. If you want to let a couple arrows fly outside of initiative, I'll give you one. Alright. Yeah, I mean, I was going to try and clear whatever's in his path. You know, the closest one. You let fly your arrow. It strikes a shadow demon in the shoulder and a blue spark comes out of it as the arm falls off. It starts to wreathe in pain, but it is still fighting with the angel in front of it. Switch over to Alicia. You see this red heel, but you get yourself up on the roof. And again, you get to it to start looking around. As you do, you see Martin confidently walking with his trident out towards the battlefield and all of a sudden a purple streak in the air goes hits a demon and you see almost a quarter of this demon just explode off holy shit i'm gonna look around but i have seen where that hue came from yeah i'd give it to you it came from the building next to you but from inside knowing that amos is the one that is controlling everything i'm gonna make my way down after scouting out a path towards uh Deimos, I'm going to try to climb down the building and sneak up on him. Uh, you feel confident. Nothing is trying to. has zoomed you out as you work your way on the inner courtyard. Since you're a rogue, you can definitely do it way more stealthy as you start moving through things. You're working your way over towards Deimos. Uh, and with those rolls, Martin doesn't see anything. Uh, Steve, this whole thing is starting to unfold before you. Well, um... Well, the first thing Steve is going to do is, well, he's been given Fidget's remains. He's going to, I guess, take the rope that he's got and somehow maybe a little bit clumsily because we, because Steve is not, you know, not that graceful. He's going to strap Fidget and the new sword to his back, pick up his old sword and then start going after the captain. I mean, like following at a distance, but going with him. Martin. You're at the edge of this battlefield. There are demons and angels fighting before you on the ground, flying around above you, but you get into the shot of a couple of demons. What do you do? The demons are fighting, are like, are they actively engaged with an angel at the time? Yeah, everything is engaged with everything. Nothing even saw you coming because it's so much chaos. How far am I from Deimos? About 150 feet. Completely bow my head, close my eyes, and kind of to myself, uh, as far as how loud I'm, I'm whispering it, um, I say, Arlen, if this is my time, let me take some with me. And I look up and dash toward Deimos. So you say this prayer, you look up, you begin to dash, and you see a feather, yellow feather, fall from your stub to the ground and seem to disappear. You feel a power start coursing through you, and confidently you start dashing towards Deimos. Steve. You, following the captain, if you take the rest of your movement, you are now on the edge of these demons and angels that are fighting. It's chaos going around. Uh, as you walk near it, uh, two 
two magical weapons. You can barely tell what they are in the streaks fly by you, but they don't seem to be coming at you. You just seem to almost got hit from crossfire from these angels and demons that are fighting. What do you do? Oh, what the hell? Let's have a little fun. I'm going to take a swing. Okay, you swing, and it's chaos. There's lots of stuff going on, so you miss as it's readjusting to dodge out of the way of an angel strike. And again, it's just the chaos of everything. Plus, you're pretty new with this greatsword thing. Sandro, you see Martin run past into the demon. You see what looks like a yellow feather fall off of his left arm, and you see a slight yellow glow coming from his trident hand as he starts his dash forward. You see Steve come up behind and start swinging at demons. It's hard to tell what's going on. It seems like he just gets enveloped in the chaos that's going on the ground. Uh, I'm going to try and lead Martin and shoot the next one that's like he's about to cross. You hit an imp that is flying through, fighting off this angel, and as you hit, it literally combusts into purple sparks and explodes all over the place. Awesome. I will uh, try and hit the next one in line. Okay, roll at disadvantage because the angel that was fighting him is now off balance and falls slightly right when you go to release your arrow. It strikes another imp and it, it seems to destroy that imp as well. You're going around and actually in while you're sneaking around because that puts you at half your speed. Caught off guard by purple sparks as you look over right in front of Martin A imp explodes into purple the one behind that one seems to explode as well one angel falls over the other one flies off into uh, the other form of damage as you look it looks like steve is enveloped surrounded by demons and angels where he is but you see martin continue to confidently walk forward i'm just going to continue on my way to try to sneak up behind uh Demos. Okay, you make you continue to make your way forward into your regular path. It, it's half speed, so it takes a bit. It's going to be a couple rounds, but I see what you do. It takes us back to Martin. You start walking up, and Demos eyes with you. He sees you coming. Out. What you could best describe as a grin seems to come across his smoke-infested face, and his horns seem to move slightly to adjust to look at you. And I match his grin. Steve. You are surrounded by demons and angels. You can no longer see where Martin is gone. You are surrounded. What do you do? I'm going to swing. Okay. Kind of, a, kind of a blind swing in front of me. Yeah, you strike an imp and you cut it in half. Right behind it seems to be something that looks like a giant lizard man with spikes all over it back. It sees you hit this thing. It pushes off the angel that it literally just broke its neck with his bare hands and you see it coming at you. He's got, well, the appearance I want you guys to see is him kind of look like he's throwing a little kid's tantrum, stomping on the ground, and that thing takes two thunder damage. Okay. Steve casts Thunder Wave. Xandro, you see Martin slowed his dash. He's now walking towards Deimos. You can see from where you are that Deimos sees him as well. You hear a th giant thunder noise streak across the whole crowd. You see a couple of little demons just vanish underneath the force of this and one giant one seems to be coming forward into what looks like Steve in the middle of this giant mess. Yeah, I don't really, I don't even know who Steve is so I am going to there's nobody between Martin and Deimos. It's getting to the point where he's almost toe to toe with this giant thing and it looks hilarious because there's this little dude and then this 40 foot demon that smoke. I am going to fire two arrows at Deimos. 
it seems like your arrow just misses, and it seems to go through the smoke where you thought his chest was. Fire that second time. Uh, this one you fire, you can see it's tracking on Damos's eyes, and for a second he looks up, and you could swear that your arrow just stopped mid-flight. Oh, what the fuck. I will move out of the building and start heading that direction. Okay. Wow. Uh, Xandro comes out of the building and goes to join the fight. I like it. Uh, that takes us to Alicia. Alicia, you're almost there, and you are almost taken back. You don't even pay attention as you hear the giant thunder strike in the middle of the chaos. As you watch Martin slow down and start walking straight up to Damon. I'm still staying stealthily and trying to get behind him and sneak up on him. Martin, as you get close, he goes, My general, you've come to join me? I've come to kill you, Damos. That's unfortunate. He says, join me. And he opens up a little bit of the red energy that he's been maintaining in his red hand. And you see an unconscious and floating Dafina inside. He says, join me or I kill her. I, I, I look at Dafina for a moment. Can, can I tell if she's alive? 50-50. Sorry. Uh, I, I look at her, then I look back up into his face, and I ask, and how do I know that you would hold up your end of the bargain? <laughs> Don't you remember? I want you all to be my general. I think he's going to trust in Arlen and try to strike. You strike out with your trident, and as you do, you're pretty much going for his toe. This dude is huge. And as you do, you feel nothing, almost like going through smoke. I kind of nod and then take a step back. Uh, I'll look at him. Now he's laughing. (laughs) You mortals think you could take on a god? Only because you're too cowardly to fight us on our level. (laughs) I have lived too long to fall for the wiles of humans. I wait a few more decades and you disappear. Perhaps. Join me now or she dies. Uh, that takes us to Steve. Steve is going to swing at the, the lizard dude in front of him. You hit, but it gets deflected off of his skin like his skin is almost an arm. Okay, let's try this again. He, again, he deflects off the armor. As it goes to jump at you, you see a black spear come through the middle, and the lights go out in the eyes of this demon as it slides to the ground. And behind that, that demon is a what you could only describe as a fallen angel with decaying wings, bald head, pale skin. It seems to nod slightly at you and go back into the fray. Steve will return the nod. Uh, Alicia, you hear this whole conversation between Martin and Deimos. The part that gets you, though, is though Martin has said stuff back, he doesn't look like he's reacting anymore. Almost like whatever Deimos is saying, he's either got a plan or he's thinking about it. I think I'm going to end up having to let this play out because I don't want to ruin what he's got going, but I also don't want him to die. Oh, how close am I? Close. You're right to there. Him, if you take the rest of your moment, you'll be or movement. You'll be right behind him. All right, that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna kind of hide a little bit as best I can behind him, so that I'm not directly up on him, but enough where he's not gonna necessarily know I'm behind him, especially if his 
focused on the captain. I mean, Martin. I didn't mean to skip you, Xandro. I'm sorry. Well, I'm starting to head that way. I'm assuming there's demons in between me and uh, Deimos. Oh, yeah. Hey, there's a horde of demons and a, a, a horde of angels, and they seem to be just all over the place. You do notice, though, as one almost stumbles into you, you seem to be protected by some kind of purple haze of a shield. Your bow is glowing now. I mean, I'll get as much movement as I can, but I'm going to shoot off two arrows at two demons. Yeah. Yeah, it hits. I'm just clearing the way as I run there. It hits. It takes it back a little bit. The angel that's fighting it seems to get up on it. You seem to have made a small path for yourself that way. You're still fighting uh, beyond them as well. but So I'll shoot another one. You hit that one as well. This one seems to hit, and you see its arm go dead, but it picks up. Uh, it's deflections of the de- uh, the angel's attack, but it does make it go back. And again, you make this path very easy for you to walk through, which takes us top of the order back to Martin. Uh, I'll, I'll look down at your feet again, and I'll, I'll say, prove to me she's alive. He says, the only way I can do that is for you to watch her die. And he starts to close his hand, and you see this bubble, and she comes to and screams out in agony like she's being crushed under the weight of the spell. Uh, I'll scream, stop! He eases back a little bit, but she's though her eyes are open, she seems to be fighting against almost just breathing is hard for her at this point. Right at that moment, it seems like the spell dissipates. Dafina falls to the ground. She hits her head and she's unconscious. As two giant shackles seem to grab onto Deimos, you instinctively look behind you and little Adam is waving his hands and the direction he's moving his hands are the way that the shackles seem to move. And Deimos goes, this is impossible. This could not be. Rush forward and grab Dafina. You go to protect Dafina and it takes... You, you see the struggle within Deimos. He finally breaks out of the chains, but he seems to wave his hand, and the entire battlefield now is just angels as he and his horde seem to disappear. Adam falls to the ground, blood coming from his eyes like he's crying out blood, nose, everything. He's bleeding from almost every orifice, and he seems to be breathing very heavy. Uh, the yeah. angels are hanging in the air and on the ground for a split second, and then they all seem to blink out of existence. This war field now is just slown with dead angels and dead demons, but everything that was alive here seems to have left. Uh, is Dafina alive? She's breathing. I want to cast secure wounds on her. Okay. She comes too, but she still is labored breathing. I'll cast Cure Wounds on her. Okay, you come up and cast Cure Wounds. Alicia, what are you doing? B, I'm going to run over to Adam and see if he's okay. Because, you know, he did kind of just save our ass. Okay. He was my second priority. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have two people on Dafina. I think we're good. Steve, what are you doing? He'll kind of keep an eye on the area in case other bad guys might show up. Dafina screams out. No! And she's reaching towards Steve as she sees Fidget strapped to his back. I, I, I'm gonna. I want to try to calm her. Like it's okay. We're, we're gonna fix this. She looks at you. You've never seen this look in her eyes. It looks like storms are actually in her pupils. As she pushes her hand out, you go flying. She stands up and starts heading towards Steve. Forces of nature you have never seen or felt before seem to be coming from her. What is everybody doing? Stepping out of the way. Uh, I want to yell to Steve. Give him to her. Steve will do just that. He'll uh, he'll 
set down his sword, unstrap Fidget. Are you going to just stand there by Fidget? He'll set Fidget down and then just as much as he can get the hell out of the way of the crazy lady. You start backing up. You see why she's upset. You put two and two together. Uh, Alicia, what are you doing? Did I make it to Adam? You get there as you hear a slam of boxes. You look back and you see Martin being thrown into a debris pile. The power obviously coming from Dafina. Oh, son of a bitch. So I just saw the guy that I love get thrown into boxes, but I'm right at Adam and my original plan was to see if he was okay. I'm going to quickly ask Adam and see if he's okay. He laborably says, yeah, I'll be all right. I'm going to drop a red health potion to him and then I'm going to run over to Martin. You get to Martin. He's getting up. He he didn't take any damage. He just forced him away. You see her twirl her fingers and a whirlwind appears and seems to pick up Fidget. She uses the wind to bring Fidget to her in her arms and she's crying and she's holding Fidget as she kneels down over this body. So she gave Adam a health potion so he's doing okay. And now she's over there by you. Alicia is. Yeah. Giving you a hand up. I shrug it away and stand up on my own. And then I walk towards Dafina. I'm not getting close, though. Like, I know better. Uh, But I'll just say, we'll fix this, Dafina. Sobbing, she goes, no, you did this. You started this. You couldn't keep yourself out of other people's business. Everything is your fault. I am taking my husband and leaving. If I ever see you again, I will destroy you. You have ruined my family. And she swirls her hand and purple smoke comes up, swirls around black and purple intertwining sparkles, and then it dissipates, and both of them are gone. I don't know if we saw it, but I vaguely remember something in the teleportation room. You go about where that might be. That's fine. You go to the teleportation room, and there seems to be nothing in this area. Some broken down area. The last time you were here, the teleportation was up. Now you see the broken stone. It seems like the runes are starting to fade on this thing. Oh, it doesn't have any more magic power to it. You can feel magic now as a cleric. You don't feel it. Since I can feel magic, do I get any kind of sense of where the sight stone might be? It's probably further away from where you are because you went back to the teleportation. Um, Okay. But it does dawn on you that maybe something like that would be in a more important place, not out in the open. What's more central to the city, the Temple of Jundar or the Royal Palace? They're across from each other. I'll I'll check the temple. What's everybody else doing? Steve is going to follow. Yeah, I guess we're looking for this stone. Yeah. Um, Do you think it's really going to be in one of those places? I don't know. I mean... It's a good place to start. Well, if you want to go check that, I'll go check the other one. All right. I'll look at Steve and I'll, I'll kind of say, you want to come with me? He'll he'll say, yeah, I, yes, Kate. I'll go with you. Well, I guess we're splitting up, so I'm going to go with Xandro. Okay. Xandro and Alicia, you head towards the palace proper and the gates are destroyed. Things are bursted open. You walk in to the right of the throne. You see a broken glass bauble. It may have been some kind of sphere, but it's hard to tell from here. It's hard to tell. (laughs) Adam goes with Cleric Martin to the temple. Uh, It seemed like the better choice. Uh, As Steve, Martin, and Adam enter into the building, its destruction is atrocious. The defilement that happened here the markings and carvings that are literally looks like somebody took a chisel and went through each one of the drawings that were on the walls in here it's all disrupted 
and you see one lonely figure sitting on the front pew just staring at this whole thing in almost amazement do we recognize him i don't think you've ever seen him his white hair is there he has a smaller figure uh trident out just ready like not like readied but just in my hand at my side i'll kind of clear my throat just so i don't surprise him as you do he goes i sense my sister with you i'll look around like uh no just two dudes he stands up and before you stands a drow and he says no my sister who gave you that tattoo and we'll see you next time on the bros and dragons podcast what a dick what the hell you follow me at bros old guy on twitter um yeah that's all i got you can follow me at chuwu13 on Twitter. And as always, remember to check us out on Instagram. A lot of cool stuff goes up on there. I'm somewhat on uh, Twitter, Masonic Mike 1027 Find me there. I will respond. I'm not, I haven't done anything for quite a while, but yeah, I, I'm there, sort of. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Elmo the Super. As of the viewing or airing of this, the t-shirt pre-sales will be finished up and probably getting pretty close to being done. Hopefully we can get them shipped out by the end of the month. But uh, uh, we still have a lot available. Uh, available. That's how you say that word. And uh, if you guys want them, you can uh, message IMDM at IMDM Doc on Twitter or you can message me or anybody and, and we can get you the, the right information for getting your own role initiative bros and dragons t-shirt and stay tuned for that i am in the midst of creating a whole new uh website so that we can start selling merchandise a little bit more secure than using a just a paypal that we have i know everybody doesn't use paypal so we're trying to make that more available uh you can find us anywhere on social media by looking up bros and dragons on twitter at bros and dragons all one word. We are also on MySpace, believe it or not. Uh, I'm trying to find other social medias to put us on. I know I got us on Tumblr, but I don't have enough of the dirty pictures to make us popular there. Um, I'm going to make a Tinder. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Sorry. Uh, we are on Tumblr, though. Uh, we need to be on Tinder. That's what I'm talking about. I think we should all just take pictures and put ourselves on Tinder. Or maybe, you know, put it up for our characters. Uh, hey, if somebody would draw them up, that'd be great. Oh my God, Crondo needs a Tinder. Oh, Crondo no. <laughs> needs a Tinder. You need to make that happen. As where you guys hear this, it'll be June fifteenth. So by now, I believe that he, Crondo, would have a Tinder. We will put it up on Facebook and Twitter as soon as Keith's done making it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at IMDM Doc. You could follow us all, as I said, at Bros and Dragons. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page and group. Come on down to the group and join in some of the shenanigans or create shenanigans. It's got kind of quiet lately. I'm kind of worried. I think everybody's plotting my demise. Uh, again, you know, just be out there and do what you can do for us. Uh, tell a friend about this podcast. Keep downloading it the way you do. Um, I would appreciate if you went on to iTunes and give us a five-star review. What I'd like you to do, though, is give us five stars and rip on us. Make fun of us, roast us, do something. But with that five stars and then just go crazy with negative stuff for us so I can pass it on, 
These guys are way too happy. There's too many jokes. I need them to get back down into the demon apocalypse feel. So make fun of them. You can leave a comment on our RSS feed or SoundCloud. We put it up on YouTube. Man, we are all over the place. As always, I'd like to tell you to keep it nerdy and live your dreams. Later. Of Master Zan, who has passed away years ago now, God rest his soul, or God's rest his soul, or however the fuck I'm going to change that later in post. Well, I mean, middle-aged men are kind of old. Hey, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Tom, you're always old. You always will be. Yeah, I'm middle-aged too, jerk. Tom, you are the old guy here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you chose that name yourself. (laughs) (laughs) One eye where the arrow had sunk into is milky white, where the other one is blue. I mean, he singed my beard. It was self-defense. He invited us in. He made us tea. And then when we found something he said might destroy the universe, he said you couldn't have it. And you guys were like, no, fuck that. You already let us in. We're goddamn vampires. So once we're in here, we can do whatever we want. So we're going to kill you and take this thing that you're trying to burn. I put my hands in my pockets. What pockets? Yes. I have pockets. Fuck you. Don't tell me what I have. On your loincloth that we have established as the only thing you wear when I said, is everybody putting their armor on? You're like, yeah, I grabbed my loincloth. Yeah, I have pockets. <laughs> he has a pocket in his Okay, loincloth. let's just ask the question because it's going to be out there. Uh, inside or outside the loincloth? I think we were pretty much just going to gun ho it. <laughs> we just fly by the seat of our pants. Listen, kid, either it's going to start a demon apocalypse or we're going to win, but this is how we do things. (laughs) You know, it's worked pretty well so far. (laughs) Look, I can't help it that my two roles to stop the demon apocalypse failed, okay? (laughs) I'm not an insightful man. That is very true. What is it with your latest NPCs that I just want to fucking choke them? I agree. Uh, I'm not saying that I am or am not trying to see how far I can push Martin. <laughs> like, I'm really, I'm, dude. I'm really? really not feeling bad about shooting him in the eye. No, I'm not either. <laughs> just wait for a bit. There might be a player character you want to choke, too, you know, whenever Steve shows up. <laughs> you know, I just, I feel Steve, more bad. Steve, Steve, Steve. I think we're going to like Steve now. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm not above hitting a kid, clearly. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> like, uh, he's just sitting there, like, I, I labor, man. Like, I'll do what he says. That's fine. But, uh, oh, man. fucking useless. Do they have a Home Depot here? Wow. You really haven't got over this <laughs> just move on and figure another way over thing yet. <laughs> This is why we have to record two and a half hours to get yeah, 40, 45 fucking I'm minutes. <laughs> I'm good. I thought money solved everything. <laughs> All right, fine. I give up. Are you sure? Try one more time. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs>
Made me waste an 18 on that. Right? You made me waste a 20. Boom. I say, no, that's just my belt, and I pull up my shirt, and there's a giant ornate belt. And a beer belly. And a beer belly, yeah. <laughs> just go down to the Black Tower and start stinging. We'll end this today. Right. Just, just boombox careless whisper outside of Deimos' window. <laughs> An 80s montage. You ride your lawnmower up with your boombox. Yep. <laughs> There's John going, what's an 80s montage? Like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, let's go into the woods with the Bernie shit that comes and chases us and tries to eat us. Fuck it, I'm in. Living on borrowed time anyway. Somebody might need saving. Damsel in distress. Didn't we fall for this crap before? Can we just send the kid in? Oh, yeah, Martin stops and he turns around. He's like, I like that idea. Adam. <clears throat> in the words of a wise man, nope. Forward. <laughs> uh, you feel your, everybody feels themselves touched by a bit of, a little bit of magic. Ooh. Where does it touch me? Um, Anywhere you want, big boy, depending on how much you're willing to pay. <laughs> All right. What's a ZJ? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. All right. Fuck you, dude. Spare the dying. Yeah. It's bullshit. Not how spare the dying works. <laughs> I have a hard time believing he's not going to want to come back. Uh... Right, I'm asking, does Martin know that she's just not giving it up or that she he literally can't use Roll it? Roll insight with advantage because this is your brown chicken brown cow. Uh, no, I, I, I got level one spells. I can, I can cast fog cloud with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, not sure that's going to be helpful here. What does he say to that? He, I, I'm trying to point because I turned my sound off. I was filling up my jug. Oh, sorry, man. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm on my character sheet. Uh, um, I guess go to the center. That's a, that sounds like a horrible idea. Okay. So let's do Who's it. Huzzah! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I think I would... Go around the outer edge. I don't think the cat, uh, Martin would. So oh. yeah, go to the center. Did we almost say captain? I would know. <laughs> the well, the captured formally. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, because that's how uh, he refers to himself all the time. How did I forget? <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump back. Still keeping the arrow aimed on him. And then I realize it's Steve, and I'm like, fire! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's great. Uh, no. 
I forgot what happened to Steve. Oh. He was, um, <coughs> excuse me. Well, we never put it into the podcast, so right now is your time to shine and create canon. Amnesia again? I remember that. <laughs> um. And Dale? Well, is that any uh, better than Steve? So uh, a great. little bit better, yeah. <laughs> Just not as strong as I was like an hour ago. <laughs> you know, sometimes he needs a hand. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, he, his invisibility wore off. <laughs> It finna been a minute. It finna been a minute. Man, I wasted a 38 on that. <laughs> Why? I'm still hidden. Um, oh, that's true. Had to be disadvantaged, didn't it? Yep. I got a net 20 and... A net 1? <laughs> no. Thankfully, no. Uh, let's see. 12... Uh, you put me in a spot here, Doc. I, I, I'm stumped. Ha! I get it. But <laughs> I'm bump. Good job. Right? I think that's everybody. <clears throat> See, what, what about Keith? <laughs> I did it on purpose. Go ahead, Keith. Ah. This has been a Bros and Dragons production.